I just recently threw baby teeth out because I actually... You well, had our baby teeth? I've got yes. lots of... I found a lock of your hair in a plastic bag the other day. Okay, but that's kind of cute. Yeah, people keep... No, this is what... Mum's just slowly revealing to us that she's just trying to clone us in our sleep. <laughs> yeah, I found a lock of your hair the other day and, and, and your baby teeth and your dummy. People I remember, I remember. I and, a, and a vial of your spit. <laughs> Welcome back to G Thanks. I'm Georgia. And I'm Lily. So it's a Mother's Day special this week. If you want to hear all the gory details of me and Georgia's birth and tips from a high school teacher herself on how to deal with bullying, this is the episode for you. So today we have a very special guest on. You talked, we listened, so we have Mama Vic back in the building. So you can we say get it. You loved her. Yeah, <laughs> you loved it. We get it. We got so many emails requesting Mama Vic to come back on the podcast, so here she is. Welcome to the floor, Mama Vic. Thank you, girls. Great to be back. <laughs> <laughs> they just hate anything that comes out of my mouth. They just hate it. So. Never say it right. How, how have you been since Christmas? No, good. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. I love being on your Christmas episode. So was thanks for having fun. me back. I'm sure we'll have some fun today. So Mother's Day has just come and gone and we thought we would bring our mum on the podcast to celebrate all the mothers out there. All right, so we're going to jump into a game to start us off. Bit of an icebreaker. It's called Mother Knows Best. We're going to ask some Mother questions. Mother Knows Best. All right, Tangled fan. <laughs> Um, we're going to ask some questions and see how well mum knows us. My first question is, have I ever smoked a cigarette? Have you ever smoked a cigarette? I would say no, not a whole one, but you may have had a puff of someone else's. Incorrect. I've never even tried a puff. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm so proud of you. You go, girl. That's very good, especially because you're an asthmatic. Follow-up question. <laughs> have I ever smoked a vape? I think that you have had a puff of someone's vape. You did allude to that once and then I told you how bad they are for you. Anything that you're breathing into your lungs other than air is a bit stupid. I tried my friend's grape vape. Tasted like candy, uh, but it's not, so don't do that. It'll probably give you ulcers on your lungs. Yeah, I I tried one puff and I coughed it it all up. Mm. Very nice. Not cool. Not cool. (laughs) Vicky doesn't approve. What about have I ever done drugs, Mum? Absolutely not. No. Other than Panadol. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, when you were younger in primary school, you wouldn't even take things like Panadol. You were yeah. so paranoid about any tablets I, or drugs. So my answer would be no. no. I would be so surprised if you'd I'm done I'm still it. paranoid. Yeah. I still wouldn't, wouldn't go near them. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time I ate sushi? Oh, could have been. I know, exactly. This is Oh, you just describe what you had for dinner. So it wasn't last night. No. I reckon three days ago. Incorrect. It was about a week ago. Right. I went on a picnic and I had sushi. Oh, with Sushi Man. With Sushi Man. Let's give him a mention. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What, you uh, know who you are, Sushi Man. If you don't know who we're talking about, Sushi Man, um, if you want more information on that, you can check out my YouTube channel uh, where I cooked TikTok pasta and um, I disclosed my dating life. There you go. <laughs> All right, Mum. What about what is my favourite thing to drink? And I'm not talking alcohol, just drink. Oh, just drink. This is an easy one. I know. Oh, of course. Chai. I can't. You want me to say it? Because I can't say it properly. What is it? 
Char time. Char time. I always call it chai time. Char time. <laughs> she yeah. thinks of a chai time. Do you know, chai time. for the listeners, do you know that Georgia will actually get Uber Eats just for a char time? <laughs> How indulgent is I that? I know it's like $10 for a drink, yeah. but $9 six, for I'll a tell drink. you it's $16 to get it delivered. So there you go. Well, That's all very right. indulgent. No, it was, it's $10 to get delivered to my house. Well, nine, $9.50. Oh, plus the yeah, cost of it. <laughs> no, just $9.50. Okay. To get it delivered. <laughs> we promised we wouldn't argue today, George. Yeah. Well, what's my exact drink? What do I get? Oh, what's her cha time order? I yeah. don't know. It would be something, I know the colour of it, something milky with Ooh. pearls in it. Yes, very good. Ooh, Vanilla milk That's tea. actually pretty good. So it was my birthday last week. What did you get me for my 10th birthday? Do you remember? Because that was a milestone. That was a double the digits. big one oh, double digits. One oh. Um... Now that's testing me. I have no clue what I got you for your 10th birthday. I'm okay, sorry. What was my 10th birthday party then? What did I do? Oh, you girls are so spoiled. You had a birthday party every single year. Even the years we said no birthday party, they got a sleepover or some sort of birthday party. Because you love us. That's right. Mm. And you're spoiled. <laughs> um, what did I do though What did we do? You were in year four? Do you remember? Georgia did the same thing for her 10th. Oh, not ice, not ice skating. Come on, Vic. Do you remember double digits? We did that big splash zone. Splash zone. Oh, was that your tent? Yeah. You both did the splash zone. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. So it was yeah, a blow up. The, it was like a blow up obstacle course. The inflatable. Yeah, we found the that footage was so of that. Much fun. We found the footage of that the other day, and so Lily and funny. I could not stop laughing. My I legs just, were too short to get around half the obstacles, and we're just watching. And mom I'm hugging. Like I just the, yeah, but what I really. I realised back then when people just recorded on video cameras for like home videos, you used to record just everything without stopping. Like you were recording Lily trying to jump up on this like inflatable like cube and she was just bounce, fail, bounce, fail, like just trying and trying for about 10 minutes. Do you remember this footage, Lily? Yeah. And we're watching this going, why hasn't mum clicked stop? Like this is just so like... It's so the, – the suspense is killing us. Like, just get up on this cube, Lily. And then I fell. And then she <laughs> just fell in the water. But these days when we record something, we record for like 30 seconds and then It's because it's so fast on your phone. You can just tap, tap yeah, a button. Yeah, that's true. Whereas yeah, but you used to record for like 10, 15 minutes, just, just the surroundings. Maybe I was just bad at it. No, I think that's what everyone did back then. You're lucky you've got home videos. Mm. I think we'll touch on home videos a little later in the episode because I remember we have some gems. Anyway, my next question is how many hangovers have I had, like bad ones? Bad ones? Two? I think only really one. I remember it was after my birthday last year, so my 18th, and it was during corona, so I had like two friends um, – my friend invited me over to her house a couple of days after my birthday and we had quite a few drinks and I stayed um, in town that night and then I had to drive back the next morning. It was Mother's Day the next morning. Oh, yes. And, and like, we had dad had cooked <laughs> pancakes and I drove home and I was just sitting at the table, like, and these pancakes were just... Ugh. I can just and imagine just, mum oh. giving you the side eye, like, it was Mother's Day and you don't... And you no, know. Yeah, but I, I also you know turned what? 18. Because I've been, I've been there and done that and because she turned 18, I was actually mm. appreciative that she still got up early came home for breakfast I do remember this and yeah you, didn't you help cook I the pancakes so sick I think so because you wouldn't yeah because yeah, you got there later freaking room because yeah, I was sick as well <laughs> no you just couldn't be bothered you was in your room that's on right your phone. Lily, Lily came home 
<laughs> with a hangover, help cook the pancakes, too sick to eat the pancakes. But then but I went I, to bed. I appreciate that. See, that's a Mother's yeah. Day to remember. I think that's my only, like, really bad hangover. So it's a bit of a Mother's Day tradition in our house for no, the girls are supposed to cook me breakfast. But yeah. most years it ended up being their dad, Brad, who ended up Excuse cooking. me. There was many a years where I woke up really early oh, and true. went and, and set the table, pancakes, set the table, yep. put name cards on where everyone's supposed to yep, sit, even though we never swapped positions at the dinner table, <laughs> and um, made like milkshakes. And we did that like we still do that oh, every I'm, year. Now I'm really craving yeah. some French toast. Bloody hell. Do you remember French toast with brioche? Do you remember where I went through that phase where yes. I was just, oh, that's, yeah, that's what you would weird. make every weekend? It was weird. It was you beautiful. Weird. You go through these phases where you get something from a restaurant and, and then, then I, you and make I it want yourself. to cook it. And you <laughs> do like it for steak. about a month and then you change. It's like the steak that you make at the moment. Yeah, the and then it was the, the grilled cheese. Yeah, all right. And how about Leave the gnocchi? Alone. I love the gnocchi oh, phase because I love gnocchi. I liked the gnocchi phase, but I don't like the steak phase so much because I don't like steak. So in celebration of Mother's Day and Lily's birthday just passing, uh, why don't you tell us about when Lily was born, Mum? Because that's quite a beautiful story. I want to know. It is a beautiful story, Lil. So I never get sick of hearing about how I was born. (laughs) (laughs) So we were living at Nan and Pa's because we were building our house and so you were going to – the plan was that you were going to stay, Georgia, at home with Nan and Pa. Mm. So – um, I woke up at around midnight with contractions. I went and had a bath. I didn't want to wake Dad up because he was building a house, building our house and he was really tired all the time. So I thought, oh, you know, it's going to be a long day, so I won't wake him. Oh, my God. So I went and sort of sat in the bath for a couple of hours and then the contractions got closer. So I went and woke him up and he freaked out because I hadn't woken him up. And then we were leaving, so I had to wake my mum, your nan, up and say, mum, I'm in labour, we're going to the hospital you know, because she had mm. you. We were driving to the hospital um, 15 minutes. So dad thought he'd take a shortcut. And oh, he went here we go. He went around the back of Charlestown Square where there's lots of speed bumps. And I was in oh. quite a bit of pain by this time. And all I can remember is hitting these speed bumps and I was not happy. And we didn't know because I love a surprise. We didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl. So I had to get a um, – we had boys' names picked out and we were going to call you Riley. We are going to call Georgia Riley if she was a boy and we are going to call you Riley if you were a boy, Lily. But good friends had just taken that name three weeks ago. So I was like, oh, what are we going to call? So it's going to be Riley or Thomas. So we were going, oh, it'll have to be Tom. Anyway, got to the hospital – my birth plan for the listeners out there and my recommendation is one word, epidural. You know, <laughs> what you wouldn't go in and have you... You said it like two words, epidural. Two syllables, epidural. You wouldn't go in and have your finger cut off without some sort of anaesthetic is what I say. So my birth plan after having a long labour with Georgia and having the life-saving epidural was I'm getting an epidural no matter what. <laughs> so we, we got in there and they had a look and um, I said, and I was you know, contractions were really close. Can I get an epidural? And they said, oh, it might be a bit late. And oh, I just, oh. oh. That would be my worst nightmare. As and in, I just look. Wait, is there a space of time where you have to Yeah, go? you're oh. supposed to get it um, before the pushing stage. Jeez. So they were like, oh, it might be a bit late. And I just said, do not tell me that. And Ooh. dad was like. She wants an epidural. So they got the anesthesis <laughs> in. I got an epidural quite late in the piece. Um, and then um, 
everything slowed down because that happens with the epidural and, and then the doctor had delivered, get this, it was a Saturday night of course, the doctor delivered 10 babies that night oh, between two different hospitals. You'd just be so, so desensitised. Like, oh, basically they let things slow down. I don't know how they do this. I'm not a midwife. So they let things slow down so the doctor could get back and he was, he'd been up all night delivering babies and Lily was the 10th baby being delivered. <clears throat> yeah, and... So you were born at 9 o'clock on the 5th of May. Was it nine, exactly 9 o'clock? 9.02? It might have been 9.05, but it was around 9 o'clock. Oh, my gosh, o'clock. you don't know the exact timing. Do you know the exact timing of me? I think you were 1.30 p.m. around there. So it was... Oh, oh my God! She not the exact well, minute. She the exact minute I have came you into this given birth, birth before? Yeah, no. I was in a lot of lot of pain. Yeah, she wasn't just checking her like Apple Watch, like oh yeah, uh, there it is. I wasn't checking my phone because there were no, no iPhones nineteen years Fair ago. Enough. Fair enough. So yeah, you were born at around nine a.m. So Dad picked you up and he said, "We've got our little Lily." So I knew it was a girl, and I was mm-hmm. so happy because I grew up with two pesky brothers, <laughs> and I always wanted a sister. I was always asking Mum, "Could she have?" You know, could we have another baby? Could you have a sister? Yeah. So I was so happy because Georgia had a sister. No. And, yeah, and so because we had the name Emily, which friends also stole a couple of weeks before with your your good friend (laughs) Emily. Still not over it. Still not over it. She was supposed to be called Elizabeth. Yeah, she was supposed to be called Mm. Elizabeth. If she's listening, yeah. She's not an Elizabeth, though. She's an Emily. She's definitely an Emily. Didn't they get that name off you? I think so. If you're listening out there, Lee and Brett. Jesus. Still don't some people it. some people like like their friendships end because of that. Some people do, but yeah, we were the bigger bigger people and mm. I like the name Lily better anyway. Same. <laughs> Emily. Sorry. Sorry. Emily is such Emily. a crackhead. Like that was a trend. I'm so glad my name isn't Emily. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. For all the Emily's Emily out Grace, there. Emily Grace doesn't really sound as Yeah, as good as Lily Grace. But Emily is a beautiful name. I'm sure there's <laughs> lots of Emily's. It's not a good Emily's stage name for my YouTube, you know. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't be this successful without my name. Right. I'm just kidding. So that was my birth story. What about Georgia? Because she was your first kid. How about like, me? Do you yeah. want another birth story? What Was it any different or was it the same? It was a lot longer. You were a lot more difficult and nothing changed during life. And I was like... Yours a, was a 19-hour labour. I was like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. I was like, th- I was like three months... Three uh, weeks premature. Yeah, you I? were nearly four weeks premature. So you were, you were tiny. You were like... 2.45 kilos. I've always been the bigger kid. No, you were 3.1 kilos. That's not big either. So, yeah, you were you were tiny, George, because you were so <laughs> early. So I had a surprise baby shower the day before you were born. So I don't know if I got such a surprise. And then we went. <laughs> that I was like, oh, time to, time to come out now. We went to a show um, that night that was really loud and you were just absolutely going ballistic in my stomach, like kicking, flipping, and because we were really close to the stage and it mm. was really loud. And then... Um, yeah. I must have just partied too hard and I thought, thought it's time to come out. Time to, oh, it sounds time like to come out. so much fun. Yeah. yeah. So the labour started five minute contractions, five minutes apart at seven o'clock the next night. Oh, wow. And then you weren't born till one thirty the following day. So that was a long, oh, that was a sorry. long labour. <laughs> <laughs> how long was your labour with me? Uh, nine hours. Isn't that weird how like I could say sorry now, and I ver- and I could verbally say to mum, "I'm sorry about that," even though I wasn't like, I, I just, it, isn't that crazy? Your mind works so weird sometimes. Like I don't, my mind just never oh, goes there. All right, no, lucky, no, like lucky, it's, it's lucky you were worth it. 
like it seems like this little this little baby with like no name and like no purpose. You don't know who it is, and yeah. then now you're a now full I'm a human, full grown human. That's like, all right, well, I've got to play, pay my taxes now. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> I used to wonder what your voice when you're a baby and you used to cry. Obviously, I used to wonder what your voice would sound like. Mm. Mm, that's so cute, mum. Yeah. Did you think I'd sound this husky and sexy? This nasally, no. you mean? <laughs> <laughs> she always have a, a she's cold. Always or sick. She always well, no, she's not sick. She's just got that kind of. I have a husky voice at the moment because I um I'm a bit sick and I think I sound sexy. All right, all right. You know when you, you know when your voice is different. Yeah. Like, oh hello. I feel like we should start off with some home video stories because what kid in the 90s and like early 2000s didn't have home videos? I remember watching some back, you know, like as an older like teen, like I was probably 13 and stuff. We, we go through them um, in the holidays sometimes and some videos I remember I was obsessed when I was a little kid about looking at the fi- at the viewfinder of the of the camera and I say, can I see, can I see? Yeah, can I see, can and I then, see? And then you just see the video camera come down low to the floor and mum just going, see, you look, there's dad. And like, yeah. like showing me look, the... Look, there's the fridge. There's and, Georgie. And you'd just, you'd hear in the background of like mum's like videoing, just, can I see, can yeah. I see? And they're just breathing in the, in the mic. Like, <sighs> <laughs> me trying to look at the, yeah. the camera. I was, I was... Because we I just... Was, but back then, that was really cool. Like, that was a really cool thing to be able to, like, to us, that was a really cool thing to be able to see ourselves mm. in, like, a screen and, like, play it back. Well, Whereas now, like, kids just pick up their phone and they know how to take a photo and it's not a big deal to yeah. them. Did you know I was going to be a YouTube sensation from that moment, Mum? Well, because there was no YouTube when you were born in 2002, so I had no idea. <laughs> would never have imagined My that either of you would be doing started that. Then. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Georgia was a weird kid. I think we yeah. should get into some of your stories. Yeah, all right. Well, I mum mum used to film everything and I really appreciate that cuz now we can look back and film it. But I remember mum um like we were going through old videos the other day and it triggered a memory of something I used to do. It was kind of it was really weird. It was called the bear pile. I used to make a pile on the lounge or somewhere in, in the, the in house. The corner, it was room. in the corner of your room. It had to be in the corner of my room and I would <laughs> I would get anything that was a bear or had, or a, bear had a bear on it. on it and I would put it in the bear pile. <laughs> and it would it would like create this massive mound of just shit in the corner of my room. <laughs> so it was like bo- books that had a bear on it. It it was even like say like a tiny teddy packet like in the in the bear pile like <laughs> she's worthy in the bear pile like yeah a book like a, a cereal box that had a bear on it like a, a teddy bear anything that had a bear on it I would chuck it in the bear pile and there's like they it just got bigger and bigger because I really love teddy bears they were like I didn't really play with small plastic toys I played with like cuddly animals and stuffed animals and bears were like my favorite and um I just remember this bear pile getting bigger and bigger and yeah it's just one of the weirdest things I've ever heard a kid do like I, bet there's, I bet do. there's no one else out there listening who, who made who made a, who made a bear pile if you made a bear pile send us what? an email <laughs> all right at, at g thanks at this is amplify.com because literally I really want to know if there's someone else there out might there. there might be other kids who made other piles of other a fish pile a fish pile <laughs> Or no, a, but it was probably just you categorizing things. That's you learning. It's, it's like a uh, collection. It's making a list, a little collection. I do remember doing other weird things. Like I remember seeing Mum once fold up her tissue after blowing her nose. 
like really, really neatly. And yeah. I thought, my gosh, that's satisfying, the way you felt, folded up your tissue and put it in the bin. You are so strange. So I remember I blew, blew my – if I had the tiniest bit of just not my nose, I remember I'd blow my nose and try to fold it up neatly and I put, I kept like a pile of tissues of blown tissues oh, you didn't put them in that the I had used. In my little desk in my bedside table, because I did not know that. A that is pile so of weird. Folded tissues, because I thought <laughs> oh, that's satisfying. I'll I keep thought them. it was satisfying. That that's is so, so weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been like seven or eight. I still have one vivid memory of like it's it's one of those memories from when you were so young that you just it's just still kind of there and I remember it was it was dad taking me to bed and I was yelling at you mum because you took away my baby dubby no Georgia had had the baby baby dubby dubby. I had my baby dubby she had the baby dubby I thought I had the baby dubby no she you said that the tooth um the the dummy fairy took it away that was the only I way I could I get it off crying. you. I was crying because you took my dummy off me and you said, no, the dummy fairy had to take it. Yeah. I do dummy remember that. I, remember I said, I don't like it. the dummy fairy. Georgia used to call her dummy the baby dubby. Baby dubby. Baby dubby. <laughs> so why cute. do I call it baby dubby? I'll tell you why. Because you. <laughs> this is so gross. You had the <laughs> same dummy from – they dummies are made in different sizes. So when yeah. – they call it – pacifiers for anyone listening who's over in the states but we call them pacifier yeah we call them dummies (laughs) so they're different sizes so from zero to six months they're very small the the teeth thing that you suck on is really small and so is the thing you would only this is so gross you're about two and a half and you still had it when you went to sleep that's how you had your afternoon sleep you would only have this really small original dummy that you had sucked (laughs) that it was punctured because you'd probably chewed on it and it was punctured. It was totally flat, and and, <laughs> and that was the baby dubby. You would only have that one dummy. We had it was probably dried up and like. Oh, I, don't, it was I just think we still flat. have it in a jar. In the we do have it in a jar Yum. in a pantry. <laughs> Throw it out. You right could feature now. it in one of your videos. No, I'm sure no there's people listening who that. would want to see that. I want to oh. see. Put it on your Instagram story this no, week. No, Dodge, that's like that is things people keep. Do you? I feel. People keep teeth. I feel like that's not I just recently have. threw your baby teeth <laughs> out disgusting. because you all thought it was just – I just recently threw baby teeth out because I actually – You well, had our baby teeth? I've got yes. lots of – I found a lock of your hair in a plastic bag the other day. Okay, but that's kind of cute. Yeah, people keep <laughs> – no, this is what – Mum's just slowly revealing to us that she's just trying to clone us in our sleep. <laughs> yeah, I found a lock of your hair the other day and, and, and your baby teeth <laughs> and your dummy. People I remember, I remember. I and, kept, a, and a vial of your spit. <laughs> I remember I kept um, – um, some of my rabbit's hair when it died Aww, in a in a plastic you? bag because we used to keep like our haircuts, our first mm-hmm. haircut and stuff. I remember I did that because you did that. But I am a hoarder. Yeah. But teeth, like I remember you found the jar and you went ooh. Yeah. And then you just chucked I could, it out. Obviously, it meant more to me when you lost your first teeth yeah. than what it does like fifteen years later. But also, like you didn't clean them; they still had the blood and stuff in them. It was gross. That's why they were thrown out. <laughs> Coming up in the episode, Mama Vic asks us to rate her performance as a mother throughout the years. Got a bit juicy. Keep on listening. Mum, I want to know what you think about this. I was watching – I saw a, like a clip of Keeping Up With The Kardashians somewhere and it was – I think it was Chloe or Courtney Kardashian. One of their kids had lost a tooth and they put $50 underneath – 
their pillow and the other like Kim or something was saying like that's way too much why did you do that and she was like it's all I had in my wallet oh my it's God. just it's all I had well, in my we, wallet like but what I'm saying is how how silly that is about like I, I just think it's so silly it's just not teaching the kids like proper it's even though the value moral. of money yeah even though they can obviously afford it yeah I agree that they should still be just getting five dollars or whatever the going rate is because yeah it's not teaching them the value of money and Sometimes the tooth fairy didn't come if we didn't have money or the tooth fairy fell asleep and forgot. Mm. That that happens. You know, you don't have to do it because that's all you had in your wallet. All right. So recently I moved out of home and would you say that that home life is easier now that I'm not at home, Mum? Easier, yes. Or would you say... Would you say <laughs> there was no hesitation. You're like, oh, uh, yes, yes, it is, it is easier. Well, Full stop. do you miss me? Yes, yes. very much. I miss you. Yep. And But... Now the dog likes me, so it yeah, was worth it. My, I was the favourite at one stage. Yeah, I mean, they always used to jump on George's oh, bed, baby. sleep on George's bed. Even when Georgia wasn't there, she was laying on her bed during the day. Yeah, little baby. Now oh, where's Mindy? You. On my bed. She sleeps on my bed. She's on my bed. Because you're home all yeah, day. Yeah, because you're home. It's just convenience. <laughs> but when I walk no, in the I door... No, I think it's true love. Who does the third child go to? Well, all right. Do you think that we've, we, we get along better now? You and I? Yeah. Mostly, but yeah. I think you two get on a lot better now that you're you kind of catch up weekly and you're not in each yeah. other's space all the time because yeah. you and Georgia are very similar and that's why you butt heads is because you're so similar. Me and Dad say it all the time like you guys are so similar and you don't even see it like it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you I fight about things. Opposites. You fight about things that are just like oh my god, they literally just we're both so stubborn. Yeah, mm. exactly, and that's why you fight so much. And but it's it's all out of love and it's all out of concern. But like it's definitely made my home life a lot easier because you're not bickering at each other all the time when yeah. I'm just in my room trying to do homework or something. I I I, li- I think I like it better, to yes. be honest, that which I- is weird. Good. <laughs> no, so but I do, I do miss you. Like I miss being able to just walk into your room yeah. and just like annoy you. We miss we <laughs> miss you, but in some ways it's, it's more ha- harmonious. But I feel – sometimes I feel like – I haven't spent a lot of time as a family anymore and, like, that's a bit sad. Like, especially I've been really busy with work lately and kind of uh, I do, you know, dancing of a night and I just get home late and then I don't – I haven't felt like I haven't talked to mum and dad even though I live under the same roof and then you're not there and I hardly see you unless we, like, work together for this podcast. So it does feel a lot less family-orientated. Mm. But when you come over for family dinners every week, it's nice. So we do try and have Georgia over on a Thursday night if she's not in Sydney recording this podcast. So we do try and have her over once a week and I try and call in on a Wednesday after work. Call in for a cuppa. Call in for a cuppa. Hi, can I call in for a cuppa? And she usually is stressing about something. And um, Yeah, well. No. No, Hey. No, no, she, she I go there, but she's usually stressed. So you still need your mum. She still yeah. likes to talk to me about stuff. And she potters around the house and takes the bins out. And it's does. bin day, and she forgets. Yeah. So I go on a Wednesday, put the bin out. Yes. Do you know she left the bin, the recycling bin, out for nearly two weeks? And I was like, "You've got <laughs> well, to bring left it in. out on the street." Yep. I'm like, <laughs> someone, two weeks. I had to remind you after about a week. So let's not argue about the length of time. You left the recycling bin out for quite, and I said. 
Georgie, you need to bring that in. Someone will steal it. And she's like, who would steal a recycling bin? That's a fair question. I want to know that answer. I think people do, though. <laughs> people do. It's worth money. They're worth money. I don't How know. are they worth money? It's literally trash. You have to buy them. Oh, it's ooh, literally. That was oh. a good one. Something I miss about living at home is probably the dog. <laughs> Nice to know where we stand, Lil. I know. Every time I go over to George's house, I always have to bring to Sash. The Sash. The Babadoo. The Babadoo. We just have so many names for Mindy. Um, I yeah, I miss I miss Mins, but Bye. I do I do miss I actually really miss just sitting down of a, of an evening with the family watching the project and just like having that like social bonding time, like yeah. acting like we're on the goggle box. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing about us, Mum? Oh, there's so much. Yet so little. <laughs> no. Um, oh, I don't know. I what? Are, your fa- Probably my favourite thing about you two and everyone tells me how lucky I am is the relationship that we have and the fact that you two tell me everything, sometimes maybe TMI. But um, it, I think that's probably my favourite thing that you're, you know, 18 and 21 or 19 now it's and 21. It's because you never forced us to tell you anything. Oh, okay. And yeah. we... we we do it because we trust you and we want to. There's things obviously we you know don't have to you don't have to tell your mum everything, but um, I think that I don't know where this is thought has come from, but I think that the more parents try to like stick their nose in their kid's life, the more the kid's gonna want to push away and not not tell them anything. Yeah, you know? I, I'm really grateful that we do have that dynamic though, because mm-hmm. I I even get a lot of questions from young girls saying, "How do I ask mum for tampons? How do I ask mum for pads? what?" Yeah, and I. I feel so, so, I feel like I don't know how to answer that because I've always been able and comfortable to ask you those questions. Are you serious? That's, yeah. I have, I didn't even, oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't really realise that that's. Yeah, I feel, I feel for girls that don't have that relationship with their mum. I love just having chats with you. That, that would probably be my favourite thing about you too. Mm, yeah. Thank you. And um, just how much you care and sometimes you care a little too much. <laughs> I but do. I, um, I, would would say that's my favorite thing. Yeah, about you. Yeah, and my favorite thing. I don't know about you, George, but your um your uniqueness and your creativity and your ability to think outside the box is something Thank that you. that I love about <laughs> you. When you were little, I remember dropping off at preschool one day and I had li- Lily as a baby and I'm getting her out of the car seat and getting you both out of the car seat. Always running late. That's me. Get really stressed. Just looking at the preschool and you stopped in the middle of the car park and you looked up at uh, some trees in the roof and you said, oh, look at that bird, Mum. Isn't that beautiful? Didn't I say it was making a nest? Yeah, and you were like, yeah. you always stop and smell the roses. You always notice those things that a lot of people are too busy to. You always see things from a different perspective and I really love that. Sometimes yeah. it's really annoying when you're running late, but yeah, yep. beautiful. And, and I'm just a little, oh, yeah. And what I love about you, Lil, is... Your empathy and your ability, your the f- way that you care for other people, and you you know you've always had that. You've always wanted to help other people, yeah. and I think that's that's a really lovely trait that you really care about other people and you want to help other people. Yeah. Stop it. Um, you make my heart all warm. Oh, good. So a lot of the listeners has, have asked us about bullying and how to cope with it um, and we have talked about bullying a lot but as a high school teacher mum, how would you go about handling that? Oh, it depends on the situation of course because it's always different. That Unfortunately there's no one easy fix to bullying mm. but for anyone listening who feels like they've been bullied, 
um, talk to a trusted adult. That would be the first thing I would say. Whether it's whether it's a parent, your mum or dad, whether it's a auntie, a counsellor at school, a teacher at school, you, you know, scout leader. Some talk talk to someone about scout it. Scout leader. So when do we have scout? I don't know. That just came into my head. <laughs> you, not not youth leader. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> So pray, yeah, pray about it. <laughs> talk to a trust. Talk to a trusted adult about it first. The first thing is to speak up and tell someone um, that you're being bullied, and tell someone. Don't just reach out to someone you don't know. It has to be someone that that yeah. you know and that um, you trust, and that you trust. And but how they, do you deal with bullying at school if you witness it? Oh, call it out. You have to call. You have to call it out straight away for what it is. You never turn a blind eye. So, is there any stories that have like recently that you've had to like put your foot in? Most of bullying that we deal with, unfortunately, in high schools now is online bullying. So yeah. it mostly happens. Um, it's subtle. It's online. It's really cruel because when you get home, you can't get away from it. And so yeah. every everyone um, knows about it, and you don't you can't switch off when you get home, which is which is the cruelest thing and the hardest thing. So my best advice would be to turn off your if you're being bullied online, turn off your social media, block pe- block people, unfo- unfollow them, don't. Don't be invested in it. Don't get caught up in it, and it will pass. If you react to it, you'll you will. It it sounds really cruel, and it sounds like oh, of course, sure they sure they do, but they just want a reaction out of you. Yeah. And it took me years for me to actually learn that because I was like, oh why? Like no, they hate me. It's like no, they just want a reaction out of you. Yeah. So the best thing is to they want something to talk about because school's boring, and they apparently they like drama. They like drama. Yeah, Yeah. A lot of it is about drama and attention, or because people feel bad about themselves so there's often reasons why but that doesn't help if you're being bullied so I would Mm. definitely I would definitely call them out I would block I would block people I would maybe get off social media for a while if that's where it's happening um uh, yeah and if it's happening at school tell tell a teacher tell someone you trust at school and they should be able to deal with it but but you know you never have to put up with it and you're not in the wrong so you should not have to put up with it it's not it's not right so girls I guess Something as a mum and any mums who are listening would be able to relate to this is you always feel inadequate as a mum. You always feel like um, if you're a working mum, you always feel like you're never giving enough time at home. I think if you're not working, you feel like you're not providing for your family. Trying to get that balance is always really hard. So there's a thing called mother guilt. So I've always had it, still even have it, that I never spent enough time with you guys growing up and I I feel like I could have done things a lot better. So I guess I'm wondering from your point of view, I always, I just feel like I was there for a lot of things, but I feel like sometimes I I wasn't always there mentally because I was work working I was tired from work and stuff Mm. like that so yeah a lot of mums out there suffer from mother guilt but I I mean 99.9% of mums are just doing their best they're doing what they can exactly and and it's exactly what you said you feel guilty if you don't work you feel guilty if you do work you it's a it's a kamikaze situation you feel bad either way Mm. and there is nothing I would change about the way I've been brought up and there is nothing I would change about our relationship I think if anything, like we have one of the best mother-daughter relationships you could have. I don't think yeah. um, we could get any closer. It'd be a bit weird. Yeah, and, <laughs> true. And um, I enjoyed my childhood so much. And, and, you know, spending time with friends as well is really important as a kid. If I spent too much time with my yeah. mom, I'd be socially isolated. I'd be the weird kid. Um, and, yeah, I've, I've just – I'm so grateful I do have you as my mom because – 
I know that there is like just I'm I'm a really blessed kid to be born into this family mm. because this family is so loving and so um, just understanding and and yeah, there loves is you unconditionally and there's nothing that I, yeah. The only thing I remember that um, uh, used to piss me off is if you ever uh, pick me up late from dancing or you forgot about me at dance. Oh, I, I did forget that, about you, yeah, didn't I? Yeah, you forgot about me one time. I think that was the only time that um, that was probably a bit of a mum fail, but that was probably the only, oh, the only time. There was so many mum fails, <laughs> so many mum fails. How about when Georgia broke her arm oh, yeah. on the first day of um, school? So the first day of kin- second day of kindergarten, um, so I had Lily – and Georgia and jo- and we stopped at the monkey bars in the playground walking out of the school. I still remember it. I don't know how I still remember it. Probably because it was traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> so second day of school, Lily Lily's climbing up on something and she's only like three. Yep. And so I'm holding Lily because, you know, she's going to fall. She was Georgia's- like half a metre off the ground. Anyway. Yep. I'm, I know. I'm a good two metres off the ground. Lily, Georgia's up on the monkey bars going, look, mum, look. And then she swings. She's hanging by one arm. I can see she's going to fall. And it was like slow-mo in that moment. I'm like, do I stay with the two-year-old who, you know, I'm worried because you have to watch two-year-olds all the time? Or do do I – I could see that she, Georgia was going to have a bad she fall. She was fine. I and still remember all, what she was doing. She was holding on to something. She was like standing it up on it. in a split anyway. second. And you were hanging by one arm and by the time I moved, so it's another mother guilt, by the time I moved, you hit the ground, your little arm was hanging like this. No one can see what I'm doing but hanging. Hanging the other way. By yeah. a thread. Hanging no, backwards. I attended that. Ew. I knew it was broken. No, it wasn't. I knew that you'd broken your arm and I felt so guilty because I didn't get to you to catch you in time and you were just showing your new skills on the monkey bars and you were so excited. Look, so man, look at this, one hand. You ended up in a cast for the first month of school and all your beautiful new uniforms I had to go and buy all like so – she was tiny, I had like size four uniforms. I had to go buy like size eight uniforms because you had to fit the sling yeah. in your uniform. So, yeah, so – and then that sort of put you behind oh, – or that was your left – Left arm. So what sort of mother do you girls want to be? Like you. I want to be really chill and I want to make sure my kids know that they can talk to me about anything like you. Yeah. Um, obviously let them have their own space, let them make their own friends. I just don't want to be too invested or involved in their life. And I just want to, I don't know. I, I want them to be their own person. I want to be a cool mum. <laughs> I want to be a younger mum. Yeah. Like I want to have a kid before I'm 30 and then like like others more than one obviously. Well, I would have I would have loved to have had that third child, but dad was like Dad said, "Are you insane? Are you insane?" That's why we've got Mindy because yeah. that's my third baby. A few of my friends had babies. I thought I had, you know, I we had babies, but had a new baby and I was like, "Oh, so clucky." Clucky. Yeah. Have you not heard that term? Oh my no. God, clucky means you really want a baby. Oh, clucky. Oh, the clacky. Like a hen. Yeah. So, yeah, so I just, I think I just said to Dad, how about we have another baby? (laughs) And he literally said, are you insane? Probably was a little bit insane when you were little, but yeah. (laughs) Was it because I was such a bad kid? You weren't, no, you weren't bad or hard. He, I think he thought we'd be too old and he was worried. I don't know. See, he's from a family of two. I'm from a family of three. And I think sometimes that subliminally influences your idea of a family and I wanted a, a bigger family um 
Yeah, and I and I said to him, "Do you want to try for a boy?" And he was like, "No, I'm just so happy with my two girls. Ooh. I would have loved another girl anyway. Mm-hmm. Just I think I just got used to parenting girls. So, yeah, the producer's nodding. Been... Michelle's from a family of three girls, so I don't know what you would have been like as a mum to a boy. I think you would have freaked out. Oh, uh-huh. I just think you get used to it. Yeah, I think you'd be more chill. Boys are. Boys are more difficult, I believe, when they're younger because they're so active. Yeah. But like teenagers and now girls are more like emotional yeah. and dramatic and that's <laughs> Five very... minutes ago. Yeah. Me literally. crying before this podcast started. <laughs> literally. But yeah, I think um, that's generalising a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go on to our fanfare questions. So we have a question here from Estelle. What's the biggest secret you've kept from each other? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think I really have. I don't think I have. Do you mean from me? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I feel like oh, from oh, me, from, from me and Lily. Right. No, I. I mean, one. If I said it, if I if I did have a secret and I just said it out loud, it wouldn't be a secret, would it? But um, no, I don't. I actually don't have a secret. A no, big secret. No. You two tell each other everything, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I find it weird when si- – this is just my opinion. I find it weird when if you have a sister and you don't tell them everything or you're not George very close. George knows everything. I literally know everything. We'd love we'd love to hear from people who've got sisters and whether they tell them things. I My friend Paris, just Paris and Bella, just don't talk. <laughs> I, she told me there was one day in the house where her and a sibling were home. It was just her and Bella. And they like were home all day, and they they just they didn't even cross paths in the house because they were in their rooms the whole day. And they just like they got up and got went to the kitchen, walked back to the room, like they just didn't even talk. Oh <laughs> That's God. how things have changed with the generations See, that everyone's up, in their room. I would wake up, run into your room, lay on your bed, be like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what's up, bitch? What's up, bitch? Yeah, anyway, and start my day like that because I didn't start my day until you started your day. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. So next question, sent in from anonymous. Um, I'm in year nine and I have been diagnosed with a learning problem. Um, I just would like some advice on how you both got through high school and how you studied and passed school because I'm hopeless and I, I'm really worried because I don't know if I'll ever get to the habit into the habit of studying. I feel like you could probably answer this pretty well, George. Whoever has written this to us, I really want you to know that you're not hopeless and everyone everyone learns in a different way yeah. and school only caters to one type of learning and that's something that I really wish they'd hurry up and change because the amount of people and kids that go through school that struggle, it's ridiculous that, that they still haven't changed uh, the school curriculum. Even or mum as a teacher believes this too. Mm. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I just don't think that there should be a one type of classroom. I think that all kids learn differently and we should have go through a test of like what kind of learner are you? I don't know. I feel like that that's how the future should be. I think but that something that could help you in the future though is looking into different pathways. You know, you don't have to go to uni. Mm. It's not school, HSC, uni. It's I did TAFE. TAFE is a really good um, alternative to uni. It's it's a lot more hands-on with the degrees you can pick. You can do hairdressing. You can do um, construction. You can do hospitality. Yeah. There's a lot more And pathways. if you find you're more creative like that and hands-on, TAFE is a really good pathway to go, to go down. But also like, even volunteering or yeah. getting a part-time job to yeah. see or Just doing work experience like. to mm. see what you like. But – 
Uh, with studying, I honestly, I think Lily would be better at answering studying questions because I was terrible at studying and I didn't, I didn't pass my exams. I think for HSC, you studied like the night before. No, I, I didn't. Oh. I was, I still, I just wasn't very good at it and yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit it. But um, I was fortunate enough, I don't have ADHD like you do, um, which is obviously very hard to study with. Um, and I'm not sure, obviously, what learning disorder you have. But for studying, I, I use like an app that locks my phone away. It's called Flora. And it basically, um, you set a timer for how long you want to study for. And um, it plants a tree. And if you go on your phone, then the tree dies. And I'm a big environmentalist. And I wouldn't want a tree to die. So, um, yeah, I, I stay off my phone for that amount of time. And I'd say, you know, set a time. Don't set a goal. So say, oh, I want to finish this essay. That might be a too big of a goal to do in one night. Mm. Say, I'm going to work on this essay for an hour and a half. And after that hour and a half, if it's not done, that's okay. Because you've worked at it, you are exhausted from just thinking at it. Even if you feel like you didn't get much done, you have been focused on that for an hour and a half. Yeah. You're obviously not in the right mindset. Come back to it at a later date, you know. Mm. You spread things out. Okay, um, last question from India. My little sister is four years younger than me and we never get along. We never agree on anything. Any tips on getting along? Me and Georgia didn't get along in our, like, years. tween years. Like, when Georgia first became a teenager and I was still a kid. Yeah. She learned about the birds and the bees and I didn't. Like, there was – there's a time – there's a period of time where you are very different mentally and ma- in maturity. Well, we're almost three years apart. Yeah. Like, we're not too different to you guys, but – um, it comes with age, to be honest, I yeah. think. Yeah. It honestly just comes with age and maturity. And maturity is something that you don't have when you're younger. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, honestly, it's just time. And um, there's not much I can say about that because I don't know yeah. you guys personally. I don't know the dynamic. But time. Time yeah. will. I'm, I'm so long. relieved. I thought for years because you're so different and you didn't get along. And I <laughs> thought you guys – I. I Always wanted you to have a sister and I thought, oh, they don't even get along. But the last few years you've got on so well and I'm so glad that you're... Oh, I couldn't live without a sister. I don't know what I'd do. Mm. You get good friends like me. Uh, so I think those fanfare questions bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Lily. And I'm Georgia. And... I'm Vicky. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Gee Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow Follow and and listen listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.